Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Isaiah chapter 37. When Hezekiah heard this, he tore his clothes and put on sackcloth and went into the temple of the Lord. He sent Eliakim, the palace administrator, Shibna, the secretary, and all of the leading priests, all wearing sackcloth, to the prophet Isaiah, the son of Amos. They told him, this is what Hezekiah says. This day is a day of distress and rebuke and disgrace, as when children come to the moment of birth and there is no strength to deliver them. It may be that the Lord your God will hear the words of the field commander, whom his master, the king of Assyria, has sent to ridicule the living God, and that he will rebuke him for the words the Lord your God has heard. Therefore, pray for the remnant that still survives. When King Hezekiah's officials came to Isaiah, Isaiah said to them, Tell your master, this is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid of what you have heard, those words with which the underlings of the king of Assyria have blasphemed me. Listen, when he hears a certain report, I will make him want to return to his own country, and there I will have him cut down with the sword. When the field commander heard that the king of Assyria had left Lachish, he withdrew and found the king fighting against Libna. Now Sennacherib received a report that Tirhaka, the king of Cush, was marching out to fight against him. When he heard it, he sent messengers to Hezekiah with this word. Say to Hezekiah, king of Judah, Do not let the God you depend on deceive you when he says Jerusalem will not be given into the hands of the king of Assyria. Surely you have heard what the kings of Assyria have done to all the countries, destroying them completely. And will you be delivered? Did the gods of the nations that were destroyed by my predecessors deliver them? The gods of Gozan, Haran, Rezif, and the people of Eden who were in Tel Asar. Where's the king of Hamath or the king of Arphad? Where are the kings of Leir, Shephar, Vaim, Hina, and Iva? Hezekiah received the letter from the messengers and read it. Then he went up to the temple of the Lord and spread it out before the Lord. And Hezekiah prayed to the Lord. Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, enthroned between the cherubim, you alone are God over all the kingdoms of the earth. You have made heaven and earth. Give ear, Lord, and hear. Open your eyes, Lord, and see. Listen to all the words Sennacherib has sent to ridicule the living God. It is true, Lord, that the Assyrian kings have laid waste to all these peoples and their lands. They have thrown their gods into the fire and destroyed them, for they were not gods, but only wood and stone fashioned by human hands. Now, Lord, our God, deliver us from his hand so that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that you, the Lord, are the only God. Then Isaiah, the son of Amos, sent a message to Hezekiah. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Because you have prayed to me concerning Sennacherib, the king of Assyria, this is the word the Lord has spoken against him. 
Virgin daughter Zion despises and mocks you. Daughter Jerusalem tosses her head as you flee. Who is it you have ridiculed and blasphemed? Against whom have you raised your voice and lifted your eyes in pride? Against the Holy One of Israel. By your messengers you have ridiculed the Lord, and you have said, With my many chariots I have ascended the heights of the mountains, the utmost heights of Lebanon. I have cut down its tallest cedars, the choicest of its junipers. I have reached its remotest heights, the finest of its forests. I have dug wells in foreign lands and drunk the water there. With the soles of my feet, I have dried up all the streams of Egypt. Have you not heard long ago I ordained it? In the days of old, I planned it. Now I have brought it to pass that you have turned fortified cities into piles of stone. Their people, drained of power, are dismayed and put to shame. They are like plants in the field, like tender green shoots, like grass sprouting on the roof, scorched before it grows up. But I know where you are, and when you come and go, and how you rage against me. Because you rage against me, and because of your insolence has reached my ears, I will put my hook in your nose and my bed in your mouth, and I will make you return by the way you came. This will be the sign for you, Hezekiah. This year you will eat what grows by itself, and the second year what springs from that. But in the third year, sow and reap plant vineyards, and eat their fruit. Once more, a remnant of the kingdom of Judah will take root below and bear fruit above. For out of Jerusalem will come a remnant, and out of Mount Zion a band of survivors. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Therefore, this is what the Lord says concerning the king of Assyria. He will not enter this city or shoot an arrow here. He will not come before it with shield or build a siege ramp against it. By the way that he came, he will return. He will not enter this city, declares the Lord. I will defend this city and save it for my sake and for the sake of David, my servant. Then the angel of the Lord went out and put to death 185,000 in the Assyrian camp. When the people got up the next morning, There were all the dead bodies. So Sennacherib, king of Assyria, broke camp and withdrew. He returned to Nineveh and stayed there. One day, while he was worshiping in the temple of his god Nisroch, his sons killed him with the sword, and they escaped to the land of Ararat. And Esarhaddon, his son, succeeded him as king. So a long chapter, and once again, friends, if you're interested in a parallel account, you can go to our episodes on 2 Kings chapter 18, 19, and 20, or or just read them yourself. But Hezekiah is responding to the threats that had been made previously in chapter 36. And so he heard the officials report to him, you know, the threats the field commander had made. He tore his clothes, he put on sackcloth. And then he went into the temple of the Lord. Now, friends, this was a very good response. He was taking his concerns directly to the Lord. As he's going to the temple of the Lord, he sends some uh, emissaries to go to Isaiah and to tell Isaiah what's going on. 
So Hezekiah's officials came to Isaiah, and Isaiah responded, Tell your master this is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid of what you've heard. Those words with which the underlings of the king of Assyria has blasphemed me. I will make him want to return to his own country, and there I'll have him cut down by the sword. And so this first message from Isaiah was very succinct. In the meantime, Assyria continues to threaten and uh, sends more words. He sent messengers to Hezekiah. Say to Hezekiah, king of Judah, do not let the God... You depend on deceive you when he says Jerusalem will not be given into the hands of the king of Assyria. And he reminds Hezekiah of the fate of all the nations that have tried to fight against Assyria. Hezekiah received the letter from the messengers and and read it. And then notice in verse 14, he went up to the temple of the Lord and he spread the letter out before the Lord. That fascinates me, friends. I really love this picture in my mind's eye of Hezekiah taking this uh, vindictive letter from an opposing army and not just reading it and crying and shaking and fearfully asking his friends and neighbors what they think. He takes it and presents it before the Lord. He spreads it out before the Lord as if um, it were evidence in a court. And indeed it is before the courts of heaven. And so Hezekiah prays to the Lord and makes his case. He says, you alone are God over all the kingdoms of the earth. You've made heaven and earth. Give ear, Lord, and hear. Open your eyes, Lord, and see. Listen to all of the words Sennacherib has sent to ridicule the living God. Verse 20, now, Lord, our God, deliver us from his hand so that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that you, Lord, are the only God. And that sounds a little bit reminiscent of of some of the prayers of Moses in terms of the reputation of the Lord being at stake with Pharaoh and in Moses's case. But the fact that the Lord is um, being approached by Hezekiah beyond all of his potential allies politically, uh, he's, he's concerned about the opinion of the Lord. He's concerned about the intervention of the Lord. So Isaiah sends another message to Hezekiah. Reading from verse 21, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says, because you prayed to me concerning Sennacherib, the king of Assyria, send this response. And then the response is is long, but verse 29 to the king of Assyria, because you rage against me and because your insolence has reached my ears, I will put my hook in your nose and my bit in your mouth and I will make you return by the way you came. And, um, Isaiah sends another message concerning the king of Assyria. He will not enter this city or shoot an arrow here. He will not come before it with shield or build a siege ramp against it. And by the way he came, he'll return. He'll not enter the city. This is all impossible. What uh, the third message from Isaiah is impossible. There's an approaching army. The Assyrians had a, a method of doing things. Of course, it involved Uh, building siege ramps. Here, the Lord has said he'll not be build a siege ramp. Not only that, he won't come before the city with shields. He'll not enter the city. And the Lord himself says he will defend the city and save it for his own sake and for the sake of David, King David. Of course, it's the city of David. So how did the Lord accomplish this amazing prophetic promise? 
Verse 36 tells us the angel of the Lord went out and put 180,000 people to death in the Assyrian camp. This is one angel, one night, 185,000 people were killed. So Sennacherib broke camp and and withdrew, and uh, just as the Lord had previously prophesied in the same chapter, uh, the king was was killed in uh, his own homeland in the temple of his false god uh, by his own sons. And so the the fate of this god mocker was sealed by himself. And so, Lord, we recognize once again that Hezekiah's trust in you was well-placed. May we likewise put our faith and trust in the one true God of heaven. Lord, you and you alone are able to do these mighty works. May we never lose sight of how great our God is. We love you. We bless you. We thank you now. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.